spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by oh, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes diving catch. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And no! This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on this warm yet beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Southern California. Hope you are well. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, 78 and 33 on this season. Yeah. They are 45 games over 500. First place atop the NL West. A comfortable 16-game lead in the division. Dodgers, the hottest team in all of baseball. They are in the midst of an 11-game winning streak, and they want to extend it to 12 tonight with Andrew Heaney set to get the start in Kansas City. First pitch from Kauffman Stadium is coming up at 410. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Rock. Roberts coming up. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. David Vassay will go one-on-one with Tyler Anderson, who will get the start tomorrow. Shortly, we'll check in with Kirsten Watson in just a couple minutes. We'll send it out to the booth and check in with Rick Monday and Jose Moda. Well, last night in Kansas City, the Catman was on the prowl as the Dodgers made it 11 in a row. Tony Gonsolin got the start. The Dodger right-hander did not allow a base runner until he issued a one-out walk in the sixth. He didn't give up his first hit of the game until one-out single in the seventh. The Dodgers offense was held in check the first four innings, but in the fifth, they loaded the bases with nobody out. However, Trey Turner fouled out, Freddie Freeman struck out, and Will Smith flew out to end the threat. Nobody across. Remain tied at no score. Well, the Dodgers threatened again in the seventh. Gavin Lux got it started with the leadoff single. Trace Thompson walked, then Mookie Betts walked to load the bases. That brought up Trey Turner. Here's the 2-2 to Turner. Ground ball. Base hit through the left side of the infield. Here comes Lux, he'll score. Right behind him, Thompson, he'll score. And for Trey Turner, he comes through. And for Turner, that's four of the last six games. He's had multiple hits, and the Dodgers lead it 2 to nothing here in the seventh. A two-run single for Trey. Dodgers up 2 to nothing. They weren't done. Next batter, Freddie Freeman, followed with an RBI double. Dodgers up 3 to nothing. Then a wild pitch score, Trey Turner. Dodgers up 4 to nothing. Then Justin Turner. A sack fly. That scored Freeman. The Dodgers put a five spot up on the board. They're up five to nothing. Tony Gonson, unhittable until the seventh when he gave up the first hit of the game to the Royals. Then a Taylor RBI double got the Royals on the board. But that would be it for Gonson. Six and two third innings. One run, two hits, three strikeouts. David Price will get the final out of the seventh. In the eighth, the Dodgers offense again added back-to-back walks to lead off the inning. That brought up Trace Thompson. Fly ball, center field, that's hit well. Going back is Taylor, and he looks up, and it is gone. The hot hitting, Trace Thompson, connects for his fifth home run of the season. A three-run blast here in the eighth inning, 
The Dodgers lead it 8-1. to one. Oh, did he hit it. Three-run home run from Trace. Dodgers open up their lead now 8-1. to one. Trace last night went three for four with a double, a home run, and three ribbies. The Royals would get back a couple of those in the bottom of the eighth off Reyes Moranza, but that was it. Dodgers go on and beat the Royals in Kansas City last night 8-3. to three. Tony Gonsolin improved to 14-1 and one on this season, tied for the most wins in the National League. The Dodgers overall now 45 games over a 500. Let me repeat that. They are 45 games over over 500 on the season. They've won 11 in a row, and tonight they look to make it 12 straight. Andrew Heaney gets the ball with more. We head out to Kansas City, Kauffman Stadium, as we say hello to Rick Monday and Jose Moda. Guys? Thank you, Tim. For the Dodgers, they continue their victorious baseball. It's amazing. They've won 11 consecutive games. They've also been in the winning margin 33 times in the last 38 games. 78 and 33 is their record. Oh, yeah, we're throwing a lot of numbers at you, but the numbers are the Dodgers, the best record in Major League Baseball. Rick Monday alongside Jose Moden with producer engineer Dwayne McDonald as we get set to go. The numbers never get tiresome, Jose, because we look at this Dodger ball club. Oh, one other set of numbers. On the road, there are 38 wins, just 18 losses, but last night you combined some good pitching. Tony Gonsolin took a no hitter. Into the seventh inning, had one out before he gave up the first base hit of the ball game. You combine with some shutout pitching by Gonsolin, who wound up, by the way, winning his 14th game of the season in the 15 decisions that he has this year. And then the Dodgers explode for five runs in the seventh. They liked it so much, three more in the eighth. Let's start with Gonsolin. So he goes out there, and it's just clearing all those doubts about somebody or anybody thinking that there's not enough in that tank. You and I made the reference of him last night. Mechanics are clean. He's playing catch with a catcher. In other words, he's watching a target, hitting the target consistently without thinking too much about what is it going to take for me to do this. He's just watching and concentrating. And then you talk about this also, Rick. 127 pitches total made by the Dodgers last night. You talk about efficiency and playing on, on the road and the great record on the road. It always takes, remember, last three outs on the road to win the ballgame. And they continue to do that. You know, I got a call last night. Someone asked me, he said, well, why do they take uh, Gonsolin out of the ballgame after six and two-thirds? And then reading some of uh, Dave Roberts' comments uh, after the game, very similar to what we talked about during the broadcast last night. Even in the sixth inning where Gonsolin walked a pair of batters, it appeared that he was beginning to, as Roberts said, beginning to hit the wall a little bit. He was, and I think uh, we kept mentioning how he kept going to drying his hands and the ball sometimes not coming out as hot, especially with a breaking ball. And managers do have a sense, too. At some point, you forget about the number of pitches. You look at how many times he's been up on the mound seven times and then say, how many times has this guy done this? How many pitches in the last 20 he's made under duress? you got to make a decision saying, I need to do what's best for the team, but also what's best for the young man on the mound. One of the stories that may get uh, overlooked, it's not unappreciated by far. Trace Thompson, who's not in the starting lineup tonight, but he was in it last night, and boy, was he ever in it. He had a double. He had a single. He had a three-run home run. He has basically somewhat reinvented himself in his second uh, tenure now with this Dodger ball club. He's coming up with some very big hits. Big hits, big situations. It doesn't matter if it's a right or a lefty. In fact, better against right-handers, and the reason is simple. He is shorter to the baseball. You saw the other swing of Trace Thompson years ago. This is a different one, and when I look at some film, when he got traded over here from Detroit in AAA, I just looked at the swing, how refined it was in going middle the other way, staying on the breaking ball a little bit longer, and making adjustments with long arms that he does have. Also, pitch selection is a key for him. Andrew Haney going for the Dodgers uh, in tonight's ball game, middle game of this three-game series here in Kansas City. When we come back, we'll talk about the pitching 
a little bit more. Tim? All right. Thank you, Bo. Still to come here on Morocco Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vassay goes one-on-one with Tyler Anderson. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we'll check in with Kirsten Watson on the field as we lead you up to first pitch from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. Dodgers and Royals, thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick Your Party is Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Saturday afternoon. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. Game two of this three-game set from Kansas City. First pitch of 4-10. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids. Now would be a great time to clean out your garage and donate that old car to Cars for Kids. See how easy it is by donating online at carsforkids.org or call them at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's cars with a K. Earlier today, Kirsten, a very cool moment. The Dodgers going over to a museum and checking out some old baseball that you've got some family ties to. Yeah, no, it was amazing. So this morning we went to the Negro League Baseball Museum here in Kansas City, and it was awesome. I mean, there were so many players who showed up to go and just learn the history um, of the Negro League, to learn the history of Jackie Robinson before he became a Dodger, playing with the Kansas City Monarchs. And, you know, the challenges that they had to endure to play a sport that they loved so much, but also challenges that, that didn't stop them from playing the sport that, that they loved so much to have. Um, it, was, it was honestly amazing, and I did have a very special moment so I, my mom told me that so my great-great-grandfather, he played for the Cuban Giants, and they were like, his picture is in the museum, so you have to go and find it. So I was like, I told, I was talking to Evan Phillips right before, and I was like, hey, Evan, so if you see anything about the Cuban Giants, you have to let me know, because like, I have to find my great-great-grandfather. And literally, I looked up, and it was right in front of me, and I was just like, oh, my goodness, it's right there. And so I was like, Dave, Dave, like, this is it right here. So it was, uh, it was incredible. It was something really special. And for me just to experience it, um, to be there with the Dodgers, to kind of see uh, a piece of my family history, a piece of my family history with baseball, to kind of see how full circle it has come today. And now for the Dodgers and the Royals to be playing in a salute to the Negro League game in which they're going to be wearing their 19th. 55 Brooklyn Dodgers uniforms and the Royals are going to be in their 1945 Kansas City Monarchs uniforms. Uh, and I got my Jackson Robinson shoes on. It's just, it's, it's special for uh, sure. Very cool day for everybody to go visit that. And the game coming up here shortly as well, which has Andrew Heaney on the mound for the Dodgers. And he's been uh, steadily improving. Yeah, he has. And the last few outings coming back off the IL, obviously they were being mindful and kind of keeping him at a, like, a little pitch uh, count per se on that 575 kind of mark but Dave was saying you know with each outing he feels that you know that leash can be let loose a little bit more and so he, he expects a good outing not only a good outing from Andrew but I expect him to get hopefully go as deep as he can 
Awesome. Kirsten, great stuff. Glad you refined some family there at the museum. That was a very cool thing for you to experience today. And we'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. We'll check in with Tyler Anderson. We'll also get you an injury report, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Saturday night. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Saturday evening. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. Game two of this three-game set from Kauffman Stadium. First pitch of 410. The L.A. Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Last night, Blake Trinan and Bruce Dargratterall both made appearances in a minor league rehab appearance as they both made their way back from arm injuries. Edwin Rios on the IL with the hamstring injury. Walker Bueller on the IL to flexor tender strain. Clayton Kirsch on the IL with the sore lower back. Yancy Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. Dustin May is in AAA Oklahoma City working his way back from Tommy John surgery. He should join this Dodgers team on the next homestand. Let's head back out to Kansas City as we check in with the Dodgers skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure in the dugout with Dave Roberts. Uh, well, Dave, first, you guys went to the Negro League Baseball Museum this morning. Uh, how special was that for for this team, but also for you as a well, the first minority coach of the Dodgers? Uh, it was great. Um, I, I thought we had a good turnout, and uh, our guys were very uh, in tune, curious. I thought we all learned a lot, and um, I, I think it's just... You know, my messaging is always to the guys of understanding how we got here. You know, the history. I was a history major, um, but to get the history of the Negro Leagues and um, how Major League Baseball came to be, I think it's just a powerful tool uh, as far as going forward. Um, this is a year, the 75th year of uh, Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. So to hear stories about Jackie, um, to be presented shortly uh, with the Buck O'Neill plaque hall of fame plaque which is going to be in our clubhouse shortly uh bob kendrick the uh president of the hall of fame negro league hall of fame is going to show us so that's going to be a treat and uh today i'm, I'm rocking my uh brooklyn dodgers 1955 hat so uh we get to go back in time today and and play the 1945 uh Kansas city monarchs so um a little time capsule so i'm excited about today Today, does it have any more uh, special meaning just considering the significance of who you are as a manager in Major League Baseball to be representing the Dodgers? Is there anything that's, uh, I guess, does it feel a little bit more to you? I think I try not to, I don't get too much kind of into, you know, my impact or my, you know, where I'm at. But when I think about it like that, um, I'm certainly grateful. I'm humbled. Um, I'm more. Um, excited about us kind of wearing these uh, throwback uniforms to let, you know, the sports world, baseball world kind of see us go back in time. And um, there's stories that I think are going to be spurred um, from why we're wearing these jerseys and why the Royals are wearing the Monarch jerseys. So I think that's something I'm really uh, excited about. But yeah, to know that I play a little sliver of this, of history, I think it's obviously certainly special. Is uh, Andrew Heaney getting closer to not having a governor on him and being able to, to go a little bit deeper into the games? 
Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can say that confidently that he's going to get more leash, mm-hmm. but I just don't know what that looks like. I think that, you know, the stress in an inning, um, how his stuff is looking, and just weighing those two factors, number one, um, you know, on top of the pitch count, and also looking at how many days he has in between his next start. Um, so, yeah, but I do think that I'm. it's fair to say he's going to get a little bit more leash. How has he been able to keep this going after missing so much time? Um, I think it's been a partnership with Andrew as far as uh, the training staff, um, the pitching guys, you know, myself, the conversation we have with him, understanding that start is important, but getting him through October healthy and, and uh uh, productive is, is most important. So I think that's kind of helped kind of manage his usage. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse as we lead jump to first pitch from Kansas City, Dodgers and Royals. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Saturday afternoon. Dodgers riding an 11 game winning streak. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 410. The LA Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. And David Vasse now joins us. Dave? I'm what, healthy. Yeah, I know you're healthy, Dave. You're you're always healthy, Dave. But a, a big day for the Dodgers and a chance for you to go back to the Negro League Museum there in Kansas City. Yeah, I was uh, with the Dodgers in 2014, and we did get another tour from Bob Kendrick there. Andre Ethier, surprisingly, in 2014, was the only Dodger player to attend that hmm. today. It was a much different story as a big contingent of Dodger players and staff were part of the private tour given by the president of the Negro League Museum, Bob Kendrick. Uh, Players like Clayton Kershaw, David Price, Alex Vesia. You'll hear from Tyler Anderson a little bit later. But there was a big group there, and they were all very tuned in to every word Bob Kendrick was saying during the tour. So it was great to be there. Even better that enough players showed up and showed that they actually care about the history of the game, which started a lot with the Negro Leagues. Dave, today on the field, Andrew Heaney making just his seventh start this season. Yeah, and when he's been on the mound, he's been really good, an ERA under one. And if you remember all the way back to his first start of the year, he actually asked Connor McGinnis and Mark Pryor to show him, okay, finally, show me that grip on the slider that you've been trying to get me to throw all spring training. And in spring training, he got roughed up every time out. So he was finally humbled a couple of days before his first regular season start, <laughs> and he hasn't looked back outside of the injuries. And we caught up with Andrew on the last homestand, and he gave us a peek into what is helping him mentally succeed. I mean, they have the track record to prove it. I mean, that's the first thing. Um, even talking with them in the off season, um, you know, just even before I signed here, just talking to them, like, and listening to them, understanding how they view things, how they viewed me, what they wanted me to do. Like, I believed in that. And then, um, you know, I was pretty, uh, I was so bad last year. Is like, you know, it really, honestly, like, it was kind of refreshing to have 
um, somebody who kind of was like, hey, like we really think you're going to be really good. And the one thing that has helped Andrew Heaney is not only the mental part of it, the trust he has with Mark Pryor and Connor McGinnis, but also uh, since he's come off the injured list with that left shoulder inflammation, I've been told they've been able to free up his delivery. So he's able to get the velocity up. He'd been averaging 90-ish last year with the Angels. His fastball velocity is up around 93, 94 on average. And a big reason why is the Dodgers have worked with him to have a more open and free delivery. Team is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dodgers, the best team in baseball, Dave, best record, and also one of the hottest teams in baseball. Yeah, and a big reason why is their big three of Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner in there again today. The only two Dodgers to start every single Dodger game this season. And Trey Turner has been a world champion. He's been part of very good teams, including last year's Dodgers. And I asked him after last night's game, uh, what's the feeling around this club considering the clip that they're winning games at? Yeah, I've been on really good teams, but... uh... You know, this one, it, it's 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 got probably the most, you know, star power and talent I've ever played on. But at the same time, uh, I feel like we're really good at just playing baseball. And, and that's sometimes lost when you have really good players. You forget, you know, to move guys over and do the small things or, um, you know, just playing the game and playing defense and, and pitching and making outs. And I feel like right now we're just doing everything. We're not just, uh, you know, slugging and hitting homers. We're just playing really, really good baseball. And I think that's the difference, you know, between this team and other teams I've been on. And they're getting contributions from a lot of different players, not just the big three. But last night, Tim, it was the bottom third of the order again that set the table for those guys, including Trace Thompson, who had three hits, including a three-run home run in the eighth inning last night. All right, Dave, great stuff. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Your conversation with Tyler Anderson coming up in 15 minutes. Dodger fans, time for you. I need three contestants. Who wants to play in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game contest? 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mound. It's the Dodgers and Royals. First pitch from Kansas City is coming up at 410. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Saturday afternoon. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Kansas City, set for 410. Woo-hoo. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants are ready to go. Jacob, start us off. What is your guess, Jacob? All right, I'm going to go extra innings, Trey Turner in the 10th. Trey Turner in the 10th inning. All right, good luck to you, Jacob. Zucky is our second contestant. Zucky, welcome. What's your guess? Go ahead. Oh, there we go. Go ahead. Bucky with the V, but my guess is Cody Bellinger in the fourth inning. Cody Bellinger. All right, good luck to you, Bucky. Our third and final contestant is Dick. Dick, welcome. What is your guess? JT in the seventh. 
Justin Turner in the seventh inning. All right, good luck to you, Dick. Bucky and Jacob are three contestants today in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. My daughter wrote it yesterday. Six Flags said it is awesome. Rise above all else. Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. It's for leading you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Royals. First pitch at 410. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Royals, Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 410. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor. Mm. On game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, the Dodgers' winning streak is up to 11 games now. They're looking to make it 12 in a row. It would be the longest Dodger winning streak in quite some time. Well, don't sell it short, David. Also, 33 of the last 38 games have been in the win column. I mean, you start to look at what this ball club has done. I think Dev Roberts really hit it on the head before last night's ball game. He says, you know, it's basically, uh, not to put words into his mouth, but it's kind of the culture of this team, and that's the expectations that they have and they self-motivate. Oh, from time to time, somebody will say something here and there, but um, I, I wish they would maybe motivate themselves a little bit sooner. They don't have to wait till the seventh inning all the time. Although, if you look at the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, this Dodger ball club has been absolutely uh, amazing in what they have done in the late innings and scoring a lot of runs. I mean, they're just really off the charts. They score multiple, multiple runs, and the last three innings, they have been absolutely lights out. A big part of last night's win was Trace Thompson. How great of a story is he? He's a big story because he didn't reinvent himself totally, but now he's got the confidence to understand and said, hey, look, all that hard work paid off. You really recognize people that have been told no, um, and they refuse to take no as a final answer. They work on it. They, they work on it. They work on it hard. It's painful. It takes time. And the second trip around for uh, for Trace Thompson to be with the Dodgers, it's nice to see him with a big smile because we also remember, uh, fortunately, it's a fleeting thought, but we remember some of the frustrations that he had earlier on. He's learned the strike zone. He's learned his strike zone. And he's made contact, and he's really delivered in the big moments he's had opportunities. I was down in the dugout earlier today with Dave Roberts, Rick, and Trace Thompson after that big night last night comes out for early work, and Dave Roberts shouted at me, give me 10 Trace Thompsons. Yeah, yeah. So did you find one? Uh, I found one. Did he's, you? He's wearing number 25. Maybe okay. they'll get his picture right tonight on the video board. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think they know who Trace Thompson is yeah, now. They found, they found out in a hurry because they had plenty of time to look at the numbers. He was jogging around the bases. No doubt. And, and speaking of Dave Roberts, Rick, I asked him whether or not he's able to enjoy this much winning. And he said he's trying to. Why is it in baseball culture, whether if you're a player or a manager, it's hard to enjoy the success in the moment. Well, I think a lot of times if you ask someone, uh, someone asked me the other day, uh, am I superstitious? And I said very simply, no, I don't believe in superstitions. I think they're bad luck. <laughs> Were you able to enjoy it in the moment, Rick? Well, you have to live in the moment. You know, you, you, you glance at the rearview mirror 
and you take from it the information. But if you're not looking out the windshield, out in the front, a majority of the time you're in trouble. And uh, you know, yeah, you, you've got you've got a rearview mirror that you learn from. How much of the rearview mirror did uh, Trace Thompson learn from? Painfully, maybe at, at certain times. A couple of pitches he didn't really handle particularly well. He did not know the strike zone particularly well. Now he's kind of uh, reinvented himself to a certain extent. He's the same guy. It's just nice to see someone uh, accomplish something and not accept no from other people. I, I told somebody the other day, um, in fact, it was the Jaime Harin and the Blanca Harin uh, uh, charity, the fundraiser the other day. Someone said, well, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for young players? And the word of wisdom for them, same way with Trace Thompson. Don't let someone else be in charge of your dreams. That's great advice. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Last night we got a taste of how big this ballpark plays, Rick. Will Smith hit three balls, a combined 1,150 feet, and all he had to show for it was one for five. Yep, and if you had been listening to our broadcast last night, I brought up the fact that everybody talks about how large Coors Field is. This ballpark right here, Kansas City, has more territory, square footage, playing surface, balls in play than any park in baseball, including Coors Field in Denver. We did hear that, but the difference between this ballpark and Coors Field, at least the balls fly a mile high above sea level. Here, it, they die. Yeah, they do, but uh, <laughs> the, the one thing we tell Will Smith, yeah, you hit it pretty good, but you know that warning track power doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, I always enjoy our time together. This has been a great Saturday between you and me. Hey, Saturday, there was a song about it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, take care. Okay, yeah. we'll enjoy you on the call tonight with Jose Moda, and we'll check in with both of you a little bit we'll later. We look forward to it, David, for the uh, another win. That's right, 12 in a row. We love lucky number 12. We'll send it back to you, Tim. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Saturday in the park. Here we go. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck continues as we'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup coming up. Rick and Jose will have the keys to the game, but up next we go high and tight with Tyler Anderson. It's the Dodgers and Royals. First pitch from Kansas City is coming up at 410. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We got a new game. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers in Kansas City as they take on the Royals. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 410. Still to come, Rick and Jose will get you the keys to the game. I'm going to dive deeper into this pitching matchup, but first... David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers and Royals are getting set for first pitch here in Kansas City. And before the Dodgers arrived at the ballpark today, it was a special day because a group of them arrived at the Negro League Museum. And Tyler Anderson was one of the Dodgers there. Tyler, thanks a lot for the time. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here with you. Was that the first time you had ever experienced the Negro League Museum? It is, yeah. Um, I've been here a couple times in the past as a visitor. And um, both times... The teams went, and for some reason it didn't work out where I was able to go, but I heard so many good things about it from guys, so uh, I wanted to make sure I went this year because who knows when you get a chance to come back. What were your expectations, and was the museum better than expected? Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect going in. Um, 
but it, it ended up definitely blowing my mind in terms of expectations. There's just so much cool history there, uh, some great storytelling, heard some awesome stories, uh, and just a lot of history with baseball in, in general. When you look at what Bob Kendrick, the president of the museum, has done with it, did that make it a little bit more special? You got the VIP tour. Yeah, uh, he did a great job today. I mean, he gave us an, an unbelievable tour, a uh, great storyteller. And then, you know, he, did, he told us some things that maybe you wouldn't have realized other, otherwise, maybe like about the, you know, the chain link fence or the chicken yeah. wire fence and that you had to start and kind of be on the outside looking in for a long time until you went through the whole part of the museum to try to earn that right to be on the field, which uh, is a pretty cool way to start off that, that tour and make you appreciate it even more. There were a lot of metaphors being used in today's tour. Absolutely, a ton of them. When you look at your jersey now that's hanging in your locker, you'll be wearing a similar replica of the Brooklyn Dodgers, no name on the back, and the Brooklyn B. Is that special as a guy that understands the history of the game? Absolutely. Um, you know, I feel like for us to be where we are, we're, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. You know, it's yeah. all the people that came before us that uh, gave us an opportunity to play this game. Uh, and, you know, we owe all of our respects to them. How much of a reminder do players today need that there were guys before you and you will pay it forward to the next generation? Um, you know, I think it's always a good reminder for stuff like that. Sometimes you don't get a chance to think about that. You know, this game is so tough, um, and sometimes it, it takes so much of your of your effort and concentration just to kind of be where you are and, and give yourself the best chance to compete every day. You know, that takes a lot yeah. of a lot of your mental fortitude to get to that. Um, but it's nice sometimes to step back and look at you know, some of the other stuff that led us to this. Tyler Anderson is our guest just in front of first pitch between the Dodgers and Royals. I observe you. I see how you go about your work every fifth day to get ready for that start day. How much are you able to enjoy the moments that you have with this team, or can you not allow yourself to enjoy them as much as others might? Um, you know, I feel like for me, I, I love you know the days you're not pitching. It's a lot more fun uh, to be out there and enjoying it. And then I think when you're pitching, uh, there's just a little more focus and, you know, there's some, some other stuff going on there. But, uh, you know, I feel like this team is just a very enjoyable team to be a part of. There's a lot of really fun uh, personalities, you know, as you know in here. Uh, a lot of guys that, uh, you know, are good at razzing and, and having a good time. So I think that this locker room makes it fun and makes it uh, it makes it a little more fun to be at the park every day. It feels like every part of the team is hitting on all cylinders. Can you think back on when this started to turn in this direction? Because there was a time where you guys were still trying to put it together. Um, I just feel like whenever it was, it just kind of happened, you know, very organically. Uh, yeah. I just think that, you know, some guys were, uh, were scuffling early on and, and kind of fighting it. Then it seemed at some point, all of a sudden, it's just like that kind of got let go and they started to turn the page, you know, slowly. And I feel like as soon as, you know, a couple other guys started getting hot just everything from there started clicking, you know, uh, just good at bats from top to bottom and felt like there was no holes and, you know, it's contagious, you know, when you see guys go out and, uh, and play well, I feel like it's just contagious for the next guy to go to the same thing. With so many good players in the lineup, do you feel like they needed to remind themselves, I don't have to be the hero? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to say, especially in terms of a lineup. I have no idea what these hitters think all the time. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I got that at bat the other day, and it, it obviously wasn't very good, so I wouldn't trust my thoughts on hitting or, or any of that. But uh, it's just nice that, you know, it's nice to see that sometimes if you don't have your, your best performance, that the team can still win in other ways. Tyler, before I let you go, I mentioned to you, I feel like I'm more upset on your behalf than you're actually upset about it, but it seems like people around the league, including some opposing managers, can't believe how well you're pitching, and they try to check you a little extra. Does that get under your skin? No, I think... Uh... You know, I think that opposing managers are trying to do whatever they can to help their team win. And so if they think that, you know, trying to get an extra check, if they think maybe someone's cheating, which uh, obviously I'm not, um, or if it's they think that maybe a guy is is maybe easily rattled or something, they think that they, if they do this it might get to him mentally. Um, 
that's fine. I'm all for it. But uh, I, don't know, I think it's just part of the game. I felt like your former manager, Bud Black, it felt like he was trying to rattle you early. Yeah, I don't know. I talked to him about it and gave him a hard, gave him a hard time for it. And he was, uh, he was pretty enjoyable to talk to afterwards about it and have a good time with him. So the rosin on the left side of the bill of your hat, I've, I watched you. You just dabbed the rosin bag on it. Either that or it's, I just put a lot on my hand, and then when I go to wipe it off and dry it off, I always just wipe it right there. So, uh, you know, I've had rosin on my hat since I was a freshman in college or sophomore in college. It's been like that forever. Um, so you, I know you're not supposed to put rosin anywhere other than your hand, so if it ends up on the hat, it's usually from the hand to the hat. But uh, definitely no uh, harm intended, no foul play intended. Well, I'm offended for you. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody's <laughs> going to battle for me. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for the time. Great to spend some time with you away from the ballpark. Awesome. It was fun, man. Thanks again. There he is, the man, Tyler Anderson, clean as a whistle. Stop checking. All right. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, David. Leading you up to first pitch on this Saturday night. Tyler will get the start tomorrow in the finale of this three-game series. But tonight, we'll break down this pitching matchup as we lead jump to Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. Dodgers' best record in baseball. Big lead in the NL West. 16 games over the Padres. Dodgers have won 11 in a row. This is game two of a three-game series in Kansas City. Then it's off to Milwaukee for a four-game set. First pitch from Kauffman Stadium coming up at 410. And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like the sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Andrew Heaney gets the start for the Dodgers, 1-0 with a .64 ERA. As David Vasse mentioned earlier, when he's been healthy, he's been effective and really good on the mound. 31-year-old left-hander making just his seventh start, though, this year. He's had tightness in his shoulder a couple of times. He's gone on the IL. Last time out, Andrew Heaney, four and two-third innings, three runs, all unearned on four hits, three strikeouts, and a no decision against the Padres. He'll face Kansas City for the first time this season. However, he has made three starts in which he's 2-0 and with a 174 ERA. He struck out 18 batters and just four walks over 20 and two-third innings. Heaney will face Brad Keller, big guy, 6'5", 230 pounds, a 27-year-old right-hander. Keller is 6-12 with a 4.45 ERA. It's his fifth season in the big leagues after originally being drafted by the Diamondbacks out of high school in 2013. He is making his 22nd start this season. That is a high for the Royals. He is 6-12, but keep in mind, he has not gotten much run support during these 11 quality starts as the Royals have supported him with Two runs or fewer in 16 of his 21 starts. In fact, one run or fewer support in 12 starts this year. Seven times he's gotten no run support at all in his starts. Don't let the record fool you. Last time out, six innings, one run, four hits, four strikeouts, and a win over the Boston Red Sox. So it's Andrew Heaney and Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. Dodgers looking to make it 12 straight with a win tonight. 15 minutes away from first pitch from Kauffman Stadium. Keys to the game with Jose and Rick are coming up next. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this 
is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Royals first pitch coming up at 410. Andrew Heaney, Brad Keller, the pitching matchup. Dodger fans, well, you need the very best care for your child. Go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. To find the right doctor, go to chla.org. All right, before first pitch, we head back out to the booth for a final check-in with Rick and Jose. Guys. Thank you, Tim. As we get set to go, a little bit warmer temperature, a little higher humidity today. It's going to even increase tomorrow on the getaway day, but it has not affected the Dodgers ball club. Winners now of 11 in a row and 33 of the last 38 have also gone into the win column. Andrew Haney getting a starting nod tonight for this Dodger ball club, and he's kind of interesting when you look at the fact his seventh start, a record of 1-0 in the month of August, two starts. He has not had a win or loss, but eight and two-thirds innings, just one earned run in those two outings. Well, one thing to hope uh, to see from Heaney tonight is length. He is more than primed to go five-plus. I think he's ready for 85 to 90 pitches, hopefully with less strikeouts because that means he's going to be able to get prolonged a little bit more. But I'll take the strikeouts too, Mo. I'm not going to complain about that. So I'll take the O2s turn into Ks. But also, for Andrew Heaney, so interesting, a couple of combinations today. A young team, eager team, who had scored a lot of runs coming into this one last night for the Royals in a big ballpark. And Heaney does have the ability to sometimes at will pitch up in the zone, get the fly balls, but there's no doubt that he is now using the fastball more effectively, allowed one home run this season, allowed 29 last year in 129 in the third innings. It's smarter pitcher, but that sweeper today, with the humidity and the grip today could be pretty special. Brad Keller going for the Kansas City Royals, and he has been, was well, like every other outing, he's either been good or questionable. He's coming off a good one, so is tonight one of those nights that he struggles? It could be because he knows who he's facing, and this team's going to force him into the strike zone. And for Keller, living off the edges, that can turn a lot of counts in favor of Dodgers hitters. And I think you and I know very well what happens and why they're averaging over five runs per game. Although Keller says he's not going to change tonight at all his plan against the Dodgers. I think he's got to have the attitude to say it doesn't matter who's I'm facing. I'm going to keep the plan, but also is how the Dodgers adjust to his plan and how many strikes does he throw here tonight? We're going to find out. Middle game in this three-game series. We'll make it back. First pitch from Kansas City. Dodgers and Royals coming up next. All right. Thank you, guys. First pitch is next. Dodgers go into tonight's game with a commanding 16-game lead over the San Diego Padres, who have won three straight. We all know what happened to Fernando Tatis Jr. yesterday in the 80-game suspension. They are in our nation's capital, the Padres, taking on the Washington Nationals. That game just about to get underway. So David Vassay will get you caught up after the game with what happened there and where the Dodgers stand in the Western Division of the National League. First pitch from Kansas City is next. Dodgers and Royals. I'm Tim Case. This has been Morago Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.